Well, I know it's like Christmas Eve for uh, most of us that are racing fans here in central Indiana, Indianapolis, everybody who comes to town for the Indianapolis 500. And after last year not being able to go, um, now we get to the fact that we can go if you're one of the lucky, uh, what, 135,000 people. We are going to break it down for you here on the Tone of the Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and to to everybody who supported and listened throughout the month, everything that uh, I was able to get done. I do appreciate it. Um, and thanks for checking in on TonyDIndy.com. We're going to play uh, paid or fade. I'll tell you who to who to bet on for the Indianapolis 500, who not to. Um, we'll look at some of the other drivers. We'll do a row-by-row breakdown of where I think what I think would be a good day for these drivers. Like it's, it's Everybody wants to win this race. Um, that's what you wake up 365 days a year to do is win this race. But only one driver can go home the winner tomorrow. Uh, so we'll take a look at that. As always, the Tone of the Podcast is brought to you by the UPS Store on Oleo Road. The UPS Store was there for small businesses and the community in 2020 when it mattered. And again, here in 2021, they will be continuing to provide everything for your small business needs all in one place. This includes shredding, printing, packaging, and of course, shipping. Wherever you started at in 2020, continue that in 2021 with the UPS Store on Oleo Road in fishers uh filled up two pools which was cool so thanks to those that participated in that before we get into uh, a breakdown of the field um was that lucas oil raceway on friday night which ended up getting rained out uh it was cold it, it didn't really have a hard rain come down it was just more so a mist all night got back up saturday morning this morning and went out to lucas oil raceway um Jackson leaded really well. Um bad start, but we got things going again. And then in uh Pro 2000, which is the double A2 IndyCar, um our guy Wyatt that I spotted for, uh he did really well. He had some engine problems in practicing qualifying, so we had to start in the back of the, the team car for Jay Howard driver development, Christian Rasmussen won again. So the kids four for four on wins and races that I've attended. Um over the last 10 months since last August. So I'm happy for that kid. Look for him at Indy Lights next year and hopefully IndyCar in the near future. Um, And then we went over to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to do the traditional walk down Georgetown Road where, um, of course, we saw some interesting uh, people and interesting things. But if you're thinking about refinancing with the Fed's latest announcement, these could be the lowest rates we see for 12-plus months. Lower your monthly payment or take cash out for a project. Call Kyle at Caliber Home Loans, 317-680-6306. Again, 317-680-6306. We know Kyle is cheering for Steph Wilson in tomorrow's 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. So it's been great. Been able to um, uh, spend some time with my dad and my little brother who are in from Seattle who, um, you know, today was the first time I've ever seen my dad wear a mask. So, um, you know, I haven't seen him in two years since the Indy 500 back in 2019. So... That's been good. We've been having a lot of fun. So we, we walked Georgetown, of course, went to Mug and Bun, which is uh, everybody's tradition, right? If you're over in Speedway and you're hungry, uh, Mug and Bun is always the way to go. Um, they had the Foaling World Championships in the Coke lot. That was a lot of fun. Went over there. Uh, it was my little brother's first time there. So uh, he definitely heard and uh, saw and, and smelt some things. Um, that's for sure, if you know what I mean. But everybody was out there having a good time and... Uh, bought some souvenirs and it was just a lot of fun so um great saturday at the indianapolis motor speedway absolutely looking forward 
to tomorrow's 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. Looks like the weather is going to be pretty good, maybe a little chilly in the morning as you head into the racetrack. Um, but let's break this field down for you. But I have to thank our friends at Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Harley is the best when it comes to anything you need for your flooring needs, especially when it comes to hardwood or carpet. Please get a hold of Harley today, flooringisforever.com, with over 20 years' experience here locally in central Indiana. They have you covered. All right. So looking at the starting field, we'll just go ahead and start in the back row, which is a very interesting back row to say the least. Um, the first person that comes to mind in that row is obviously Will Power in the middle of that row. But I'll go with Simona Di Silvestro to start. Um, first 500 back since 2015. You know, the, the, the same goes for everybody. You're going to have nine to ten pit stops, and, and most teams are going to have one and two pit stops that, that don't go their way. Um, it's, it's so tough for a one-off effort to win this race. Um, maybe they put Simona on a different strategy, but I think a great day for Simona tomorrow would be a top 12 finish. Will Power, again, um, he seems to lose things in the pits. He seems to be a guy that will lose position in the pits and he had to run an absolute perfect race in 2018 to win. Um, I think a top 10 for Will Power would be, um, a success, Sage Karam, uh, just finish 500 miles. Finish 500 miles, uh, work your way up, finish better than where you started. Um, the next row, row 10, Steph Wilson, Max Chilton, Dalton Kellett. Uh, same thing for all three of these guys. It's, it's simply finish 500 miles, and inside the top five, I think they would be happy. Uh, row 9 is very interesting. Sebastian Bourdais was very happy with his car on Friday. Simon Pagino, can he work his way back up through the field? Um, and contend, again, very fast in final practice, and Marco Andretti. Um, Marco wants to win this thing. If it hasn't happened already, it's not going to happen. Um, so a top 10, I think, for him would be good. Jared Hildebrand, Santino Ferrucci, and Juan Montoya. I think for these three guys, it's simply finishing the race. Keep all four tires on it. Jared Hildebrand's a guy that I talked about at the beginning of the year where you, know, you kind of fly under the radar, then all of a sudden, dude ends up finishing like 8th or ninth, and you're like, yeah. Like, I totally get that, like, JR methodically worked his way up uh, through the field. Uh, moving on to the next row, uh, very interesting. Connor Daly, Jack Harvey, Joseph Newgarden, all three uh, full-time drivers. Harvey um, hasn't had the best record at the 500, ran pretty decent back in August. A top 10 for him would be huge. Newgarden starting 21st, very tough to win from that position, fast car in practice. Um, he's had a bad start to the year, so I think settling for a top eight finish for Joseph would be good. And for Connor, it's simply just keeping that thing off the wall. He knows he's got a fast car rolling off in the 19th position, uh, was fastest, was top five in practice for the five days last week. Um, just getting to the end and finishing 500 miles is, I think, a great goal for Connor. Uh, Graham Rahal, Scott McLaughlin, James Hinchcliffe. McLaughlin, the fastest of the Penske stable. Uh, he's a rookie. Um, it's going to be tough for him to not make a mistake over 500 miles. Uh, I know I keep saying top 10 is good for these guys, but I think a top 10 would be good. Uh, Graham knows how to make his car better throughout the day, so I'd be looking for Graham to be making moves late in the race, maybe starting around lap 170. Um, James Hinchcliffe, um, top 10 I think would be would be big for him. He's just he struggled at this race so much, 
any struggles so far this season. Next row is Felix Rosenquist, Kumasato, Pietro Fittipaldi. Uh, Fittipaldi's goal should be rookie of the year. Felix, a solid finish, hasn't had one of those all season. And Sato, if he can work on his car, he's brave enough, he's fast enough to be able to pull it off again. Nobody's won back-to-back races since seventy and, or since Elio Castro Neves in 2001 and 2002. Um, he would become a third-time winner. I would love to see it happen tomorrow, but I just don't think tomorrow's going to be Takuma Sato's day. Alexander Rossi, Ed Jones, and Pato Award. Uh, Rossi is under the radar. Again, dark horse, just missed the top nine. He will be a factor tomorrow. Ed Jones, I think, is fast. Um, he tends to kind of freak out late in the running. And Pato Award had great pit stops last year. I believe he finished sixth. So maybe just improving on that finish would be a big day, especially in the points championship for Award. Going to the next row, Marcus Erickson, very under the radar, hasn't been able to finish 500 miles until he proves to me that he can do so. Um, not going to pick him to win or even score a top five. I do like Marcus Erickson a great deal. Um, but finish, finishing the race tomorrow on the lead lap, I think it would be a major goal for the Husky Chocolate number 8 Chip Ganassi racing car. Uh, Elio Castroneves, Ryan Hunter, right? two very fast veterans who obviously have race wins at the Indianapolis 500. Elio going for number 4. Uh, he's got a Honda underneath him, as does Ryan Hunter Ray. Uh, these are two guys that I think will be consistently in the mix tomorrow and have a great chance at the top 5. Row 2, Ed Carpenter, Tony Kanan, Alex Pillow. Uh, Kanan's very under the radar again this year, even though he starts fifth. Kind of a, uh, a, a re-release on his career, thinking about the down years that he had at Foyt, um, you know, and, and, and even underachieving in the 10 car at Chip Ganassi Racing. Speaking of that 10 car, Alex Pillow, again, uh, very fast, very daring. If he can last 500 miles, he's got a very good chance of finishing in the top five. Um, but again, he wrecked out of last year's race his rookie year. Um, Ed Carpenter, you already know how I feel about that. That would be um, that'd be up there with the White Sox winning the World Series for me back in 05 and the Colts winning the Super Bowl. Um, they would probably top my favorite thing that's ever happened in sports. Row one, Scott Dixon, Colton Hurd, Arenas VK. Uh, Arenas, just don't fade early. Um, he qualified fourth last year and was right there and then started to fade and then had a really bad pit stop. So no mistakes on pit road for Arenas VK. And a top 10, I think, would be solid. I could see him finishing 8th or ninth. Colton Herta is actually my favorite to win the 500. I think he is going to win. And Scott Dixon starting from the pole. I usually don't pick the pole sitter. And if you look at Scott Dixon's record, even though it's an incredible career, he's got one Indy 500 win in, what, 18 starts. So that kind of scares me. I usually stay away from picking Dixon. And I usually stay away from picking the pole sitter. Um, so that's why I am going to avoid picking Scott Dixon. But if you are betting, let's break this down uh, on Pater Fade when it comes to the Indianapolis 500. Um, obviously, Honda is the team to beat. They have seven of the top nine starting spots, 10 of the top 12. Um, but the Pulsar has only won twice over the last 10 years. Scott Dixon did win his only 500 from the pole back in 2008. Um, you obviously, like we said, you got Elio Castroneves going for his fourth Indianapolis 500. You know, he's lost three 500s by a total of 0.48 seconds, so less than a half of a second. Um, since the, the passing isn't what we've seen since 2017, you're going to look at guys that are starting in those front three to four rows and have a chance. The last three, excuse me, the last four Indy 500 winners have came from those top two rows in the starting field. Um, I am going to say paid on Scott Dixon at 3.5 to 1. 
um, if you're betting, it would be worth, you know, probably, you know, let's say you're betting $100 on the race, he would probably be worth betting that $40 just to kind of cover it. Um, I'm still going to fade Team Penske. Uh, I know they're going to be fast, and they're going to be charging towards the front, but I think it's going to be so difficult to adjust your car from going through traffic to being out front if they do even make it out front. I think they just have, have dug themselves a too big of a hole in qualifying. Um, Ed Carpenter, I think he's got a great chance to win tomorrow. If you notice, he pits right behind Renus VK, so he will have a clear exit coming out of the pits. Renus will have a clear entry coming into the pits, um, so look for them to stagger their pit stops um, as teammates have the second and third pit stalls. Look for them to stagger their stops one lap different to make sure that um, Renus has a clear entry. Ed will have a clear um, exit to the pit at 22-1. to 1. Um, That would be huge. I think Ed would probably, even though there's only 135,000 fans in the stands, I think Ed would probably have the biggest ovation at the Speedway since um, maybe Hornish in 06, uh, Al Jr. in 92, the closest finish. Um, Colton Herta, like I said, at 7.5 to 1. Um, you think about what his dad has done at the Indianapolis 500, strategizing Weldon and Rossi to wins 10 and 5 years ago. Um, it seems like it's every five years for Brian Herta, who is on Colton's stand. Definitely worth it. Um, Kanan as well. Kanan and Rossi are definitely worth um, a little scratch on. Um, but again, I think even though this is the fastest field in history, you've got to be starting probably 10th on up. I mean, I would... I would say Alexander Rossi on up is where you're going to find your winner. So that kind of eliminates three-fourths of the field. Or sorry, two-thirds of the field to be exact. So um, Colton Herta is my head pick. My heart pick is obviously always going to be Ed Carpenter. I think Ed Carpenter has the best chance that he's had since 2018 when he finished second. Um, But again, uh, absolutely looking forward to this race tomorrow. Can't wait. Thanks to everybody who listened. Checked out TonyDandy.com all month. We'll continue throughout the season, throughout the summer. Um, And I can't wait for tomorrow. So let me know where you're sitting. Let me know who you're picking to win. And thanks for listening to the Tony D Podcast. Thanks to the UPS store, Flooring is Forever, and Kyle at Caliber Home Loans.